0: All right, hello and welcome, Just
1: a Family. This is giving you something to talk about, or Just the Live TV, as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Crouchler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator, founder of not only Just a Live TV but also the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Today we are going to be talking about menopause and perimenopause. So women unite. This is this is this is our episode, and it's definitely one that I want to talk about because I'm experiencing it. So let's get into that our sponsor today is live and thrive wellness uh go and check out their what they have to offer you so i'm just going to read out what they have for you so did you know there's a connection between your gut health and the severity of your menopause symptoms i did not know that uh your gut health is at the root of most chronic conditions but is often overlooked as the source uh i'll spend an hour with your soap I'm going to hand that over to you. So she's (laughs) going to spend an hour with you doing an assessment and then help you make a plan to get started on healing your gut health so you can alleviate alleviate your menopause symptoms. So go and click that link and join Kim Rendon on that journey of dealing with menopause and menopause symptoms because oh my goodness, um, I'm going to hand it over. Kim, would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Sure. So I'm Kim. Um, I am a health coach. I am a gut health practitioner. I have an advanced certification in hormone health. So I love playing with gut bugs. I'm such a science geek. So it all just kind of like blows in together with my geekiness (laughs) there. Um, Because, like, you know, the root that's the root of most things ends up being in our gut. Like, 90% of our serotonin is produced in your gut. And it's so interesting because this is all fresh because I'm doing my master class tonight. So I was just running through it before we came in here. Um, You know, our, our hormones during perimenopause are doing crazy things. Your progesterone is going down. And there's just this really fine balance between progesterone and estrogen. And your progesterone starts going down, which leaves estrogen at a normal level, per se, but it's an estrogen dominance because your progesterone is going going down. And that is where we get those symptoms of the the perimenopause, the menopause, those hot flashes, the night sweats, the moodiness, the lack of libido, the lack of energy, that all kind of comes from that. And then slowly that starts to diminish. But if your gut isn't healthy, you're not um, metabolizing the estrogen correctly and getting it pushed through and out of your body so you can reabsorb it, causing even more estrogen dominance. So there's a whole big thing. If you're not making your serotonin and then that estrogen is going on and on and cortisol gets thrown in there, which is our stress hormones. <laughs> so yeah. it just, it can be a wild jungle out there of hormones and doing not what they're supposed to be doing or, you know, in, in our foods, foods here, you know, messing with our gut, the, the toxins that are in our foods affect it all too. So <laughs> there's a wild bit going on there. It just like I said, my, my science geek, like goes crazy with all of that sort of stuff there.
1: Absolutely. One thing I wanted to mention to anybody watching or catching the replay. So I hit 40 this year. Um, and I have been praying for menopause for the last four years. Like I'm done. I don't want any more children. Um, I'm, I'm done with, with, you know, being a potentially pregnant woman. So um, I'm done with that. And so the last few months, I've noticed some changes. And I was like, Oh, well, am I experiencing menopause? What is menopause? So I did some Google doctoring. And I went through and I did have it validated by my own doctor um, that I never knew that the symptoms when you're going through and you're coming to menopause, menopause is actually the end result. So if anybody doesn't know, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, uh, even 50s, and you're coming up to that time where you, where you are starting to go uh, to prepare for menopause, menopause is actually the end result. When you no longer have a period for 12 consecutive months You are actively in menopause. That is the end result. When you're going through skipped periods, um, hot flashes, hormonal imbalance, (laughs) mood swings, vertigo, um, all the other stuff that you experience while you're go like while you're getting to menopause, that's actually called perimenopause. And perimenopause is all of those symptoms. And those can last, what did they say? I think five to 15 years Mm -hmm. that you can be going through perimenopause. But once you get to that point of 12 months consecutively with no menstrual cycle, then you're officially in menopause. And I can't freaking wait, but nobody ever told me that I was, I never knew that I was never taught that. And it wasn't until I started experiencing those symptoms that I said, Oh, what are the symptoms of menopause? And it was like, perimenopause. And I'm like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And I went in and I did my own research and figured it out. And yeah, I went to the doctor and he's like, yeah, I'm like,
0: like, nobody told me any of this. And they don't, they don't (laughs) No. No. And that's why I'm out here because I just know what I experienced. And truthfully, I didn't know what perimenopause, I hadn't heard of perimenopause. Mm -hmm. Until I started researching menopause when I was becoming a coach. And I I think about like there there are over 40 symptoms that you can experience through perimenopause that we don't even know are related to the perimenopause, the menopause, the menopause journey, as I like to call it. Um, And so you go to the doctor, I'm depressed. I have anxiety. I'm gaining this weight, or my my joints ache, and and we have all these things, and the doctor hands you a pill, here's for the depression, here's for that, and here's for this, and you know, I've got heartburn and bloating, and so we're taking antacids, and those are the worst thing in the world for us to be doing, is taking antacids, but I remember taking bottles of Tums, because I was having terrible heartburn, I didn't know that There were things to do to heal my gut that would help. And so, as I got researching all this and realized, wow, what I had gone through, like I had severe depression, like severe, like I would sit there and just say, I hate myself. And I ended up to a point, (coughs) excuse me, where I went on antidepressants. I did three or four different types, and none of them worked for me. That's because it wasn't like a clinical depression. But it was a hormonal shifting that was going on, along with a few other crazy things in my life. Um, So, but the doctors just want to give you a pharmaceutical for everything. And some of the, like I said, you know, you do the antacids, they give you some of those, the omeprazole and those sort of things. And it like actually gets rid of stomach acid that we don't have enough of in the first place. And that's why we're getting the heartburn is because we don't have enough stomach acid to digest our food so our food isn't going through. So then that just causes more issues. And then when you're not feeling good, you're stressed. And then the cortisol is up and our life is crazy. And the cortisol is up. And there's so many little things weaved into it all. And the cortisol causes inflammation and inflammation is good when you have Something that needs to be healed, like a sore, a cut, whatever. But chronic inflammation is going to damage and cause more issues. And, you know, I like to think about, you know, when you have on brand new sandals, those cute sandals that you had to have, and you're walking and they're rubbing and they rub and they rub and rub until they start causing a sore and you keep going because they're cute and I'm still going to keep wearing them, right? and it keeps causing more issues and that's kind of what's happening as we are eating the processed diets or the foods that are full of what do I want to say the pesticides and the glycosate and and other toxins and we're throwing all these chemicals on our body every day when you wash your hair and condition and you' like I can't remember how many chemicals a woman can put on her body, just getting ready to go out for the day. And so it all just keeps going away at that internal, the digestive tract, and then you start having more issues and you come up with these chronic um like the irritable bowel syndrome and crohns. and um, oh my God, I can't think of it. There's crohns and in, in in another. I, uh... I
1: have, uh, IBS, I have, um, I have a lot of those symptoms already. So I'm on massive medication for heartburn. I'm on medication, um, bloating. And so it's, it's interesting because when I went to the doctor to find out if I was experiencing perimenopause, I had gone in because I was having a multitude of issues that I hadn't been had, having before. Yes. I've had IBS and yes, I've had GERD for 30 years. I've, I've had both for since I was in my early to mid teens. And so I've been dealing with them for a long time without medication until, you know, I got pregnant the first time and then the GERD just threw the roof. But yeah, um, <laughs> needless to say, when I went to the doctor, it was, okay, I'm experiencing bloating. I'm experiencing excessive pain, um, in certain areas of my body. I'm experiencing things that I haven't experienced before, or that are more, you know, even though I have IBS and, and, um, and GERD, I'm, I'm, it's changed, right. Where now it's to the point where I can eat very small amounts and i'm bloated like completely bloated to the point where i'm i'm ill after right and and i'm not processing i'm strange i process food um i can eat blueberries and within the hour those blueberries are leaving my system um and that goes hand in hand with a very very active um digestive system mm-hmm. yeah. maybe a little bit too active <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. And you know, I know that I, for myself, when I started healing, my gut is I just went through this elimination diet. I eliminated a whole bunch of things, gave my gut a few weeks to just do a reset, start to heal. And then I tried some, some foods I've just decided is not really worth because I know they're just going to like cause more damage. Um, Some things I might eat in small amounts. Um, dairy, I tend to get a little overzealous, even though I know that <laughs> it shouldn't be. But, and I can tell, I can tell when I eat the foods that are needing to be eliminated. You know, a few weeks ago, I sat there one evening in bed, and I just kept having hot, like I haven't had hot flashes in years. Or if I have something, it's kind of like, ooh, I think I had a hot flash type of thing. But these were like intense, like I'm sweating hot flashes. I was like what the heck and then I got thinking we had gone out for my husband's birthday and we went to a Mexican restaurant and I wasn't thinking you sent the basket of corn chips down in front of me with salsa I'm gonna like chow on them I haven't been eating corn and it was like well look at that that's what happens when I ate some corn is I started you know they gave me those hot flashes so I know that if I'm gonna eat anything with corn that I'm going to be prepared for what is going to happen and you know just by doing some of those small things figuring out what affects you you know when you talk about the blueberries cruising through some people just aren't able to tolerate and even some some of the symptoms you say I mean that sounds like some of what I know and and you can't tolerate raw fruits and vegetables as well as other people too. So there's so many teeny tiny little things and everybody is so different. Each body is so unique in what it is. And it's not a one size fits all thing too. No, absolutely. And that's,
1: so perimenopause. Um, Let's get into some of the symptoms that people experience with perimenopause. Maybe some of them that we don't even know, like my story where I didn't realize that a lot of the symptoms that I was experiencing were interconnected to perimenopause. Right,
0: yep, yep. Um, so like I said, there can be, um, there's over 40, I've read even more, you know, than 40. But so some of the things, as um, some joint pain, muscle aches, you know, you feel like you're getting older. And I just know that the fatigue or the lack of energy you know, I used to love to go get home from work and go out in the yard and play in my gardens and pull weeds. And it got to a point where I'm like, screw that! I'm going to sit here in my rocking chair in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, heart palpitations, and your nails are going to get rid- more yeah, more brittle, brittle yeah. And anxiety and panic attacks and depression and like we were talking those digestive issues, your periods can um, be heavier, like sometimes way heavier and then sometimes hardly there, they can go from for months without having one and then you have one and your PMS symptoms can be through the roof. You know, I mean, those are just a few of the little things that you're getting. And like I said, I had that depression and the anxiety and never related it to anything. And I had had an ablation in my early 40s because I was having that heavy bleeding. And the day I bent over and blew through a tampon and a a pad, I was just like, we're done. We're done. we're getting rid of this. So I didn't associate that I was still having a cycle. I was still going through those whole hormonal shifts. And that's why I felt like I felt at certain times because yeah, I might, this might be the week that I would be typically having bleeding and that's the week you don't feel good. So there's so many tiny little things in there that, and the doctors try to attribute it to other things and give you, like I said, give you something to cover it up. So
1: I'm an identity expert, a mental, mental and emotional expert. And one of the things people don't realize is You've gone through, so most women, uh, not all, but most women, you'll get your first menstrual cycle and you're, you'll start going through those hormonal changes early teens, if not 10, 11, 12, um, some as early as seven. And you think about it when you are going through perimenopause, that's usually beginning of your 40s. You've had 30 plus years of menstrual cycles, of hormonal balance, of you've had 30 plus years of doing the same thing all the time, or having the same feelings, the same, you know, it's been a routine for 30 plus years. And I'm going to associate this with other things. So I call them life crises. Okay. Instead of midlife crisis, it's a life crisis. And as, as women, we go through this a ridiculous ridiculous amount of times. When we um, get our period, we go through a life crisis. When we get married, we go through a life crisis. When we get pregnant, life crisis. When we have a baby, life crisis. Divorce, empty nest syndrome, retirement. All of these things, we go through a life crisis. And the reason we go through that life crisis is because we have spent and and a distinguishable amount of time focused on that thing or living through that thing. That's like when chaos becomes normal, right? When you're living in chaos, it does become normal after a certain amount of time. Now it's different for every individual, but you've now had 30 plus years of a certain hormonal balance that that's now changing you don't understand the change you don't notice the change you don't correlate the change and you don't know how to navigate the change so of course you're going to be experiencing mood shifts you're going to be experiencing up and down self-worth and identity and for women think about it let's let's talk about men when you get a um uh what's it called uh ha ha when men go to the doctor a vasectomy so when a man gets a vasectomy a lot of the time they feel like their manhood has been taken away Mm -hmm. right now as women part of uh, part of the identification of being a woman is having a uterus having ovaries and the ability to have children as well as being able to reproduce and the menstrual cycle all of that goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. so when all of that goes hand in hand and all of a sudden that's now being taken away and you don't realize it like unconsciously your body already knows what you're going through subconsciously you don't realize what's actually happening So it makes sense to to be going through all of those ups and downs. The who am I? What does this mean for me? How do I feel, right? Like you talked about the gut health and the serotonin and the hormonal balance and imbalance. All of that is going to do one heck of a number on your identity, your self-esteem, your um, routine, your habits, all of that's going to change. And you're going to be like, holy crap, most people don't feel old. Until they can't do things they used to do, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's it's all it's all kind of interconnected in that.
0: But you know, mindset plays a huge piece in it too, mm-hmm. a huge piece. You know, the and I'm sure you know you talking to this that you know that mind body connection and what we believe is what we're going to experience, and we're told like. Of course, we're not told much about menopause, right? And you hear the, oh, the hot flashes are terrible and I can't sleep. Well, then if I believe that these are going to be terrible hot flashes, what am I going to have? I'm going to have terrible hot flashes. So doing some of that rewiring in your head too and and trying to, and I know it's hard because when you're going, like she said, when you're going through this, you're, you're, subconsciously knowing what's going on and you've got those hormonal fluctuations and there's a gut brain health connection and but trying to change that mindset around it and be positive about it um, and yeah and there's that morning period i'm not going to be able to have children anymore but heck in my mid-40s there, no <laughs> there was no way i had teenage boys there's no way i would have wanted a toddler. I am oh.
1: done <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. just 40 and I'm no mm-mm. I have been done for the last six years mm-hmm. um I, I think I i I stopped my ability to have children six years ago because there was no way I wanted another child
0: yeah 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 I had my kids like my youngest was I was 35 when I had him so we did the puberty menopause <laughs> together very interesting experience in <laughs> own days um yeah. as we had all these crazy hormones at least they were boy hormones and not girl hormones but um it See, could get pretty i much. have a 13
1: year old daughter who's 14 this year a daughter that's nine this year and then two adult sons so yeah yeah we're all we're all having fun my husband keeps threatening I'm gonna leave you guys are gonna cycle together and I'm leaving I am leaving the house I'm gonna be gone for the I will go fishing for a week or what I'm just I'm not going to be home with you three for that week Um, and I said well have fun with with that um but it is we 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 do mourn that loss right and even even me making that choice that I was done, I still mourned that loss. Right now, uh, my cousin has two like twin grandbabies. And I just want to go and I'm like in baby fever, I just want to go and I want to scoop them up and snuggle them and rock them and just but, but then in my head, I'm like, okay, well, my oldest is 21. Um, I, I have no plans to have grandchildren right away, but that'll be me eventually right where I do have grandchildren and but I get to send them back to their parents (laughs) it's like yay now right um so I'm embracing it I'm allergic to the heat uh to the point where any um overexertion or if if my body temperature like my internal body temperature rises to a certain degree um I'm violently ill to the point of anaphylaxis um and so I always said, there's no way I'm not doing hot flashes. The hot flashes are not going to happen. And if they do, they're going to be mild to the point where I'm going to catch it. I'm going to go lie, naked in front of a fan and just, and just know, right. But see, the great thing is too, is I, um, fortunately I have the ability to do that because I work from home. Um, so I have the ability to do that. I lock myself in my room and be like, Kate, I need 10 minutes to just, chill um and I live in Canada so it's like half the year we're boiling half the year we're freezing. I'll just go walk out and lie in the snow but um either way yeah all right is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going we're we're just about at that
0: time already right that went too fast I know yeah yeah just you know and I always look at it it's like it doesn't matter how old you are like now is the time to start taking care of yourself. You know, I don't care if you're 15 or 20 or 25, you have ovaries, it's gonna happen at some point in your life. And taking care of yourself and and doing the things that you need to do. And I'm always open to anybody talking to me about it, but um the healthier you are, healthier you are going into this transition the easier it is going to be to pass through too. So definitely get on it, girls.
1: And share this episode for for everybody watching Mm -hmm. or catching the replay, talking about the fact that we're not going through menopause, we're going through perimenopause, right? And, you know, sharing that knowledge, sharing that information, how is it that we've been around hundreds of hundreds and thousands and thousands of years and we don't know that the difference between and and some of you do so please bear with me I'm not coming at everybody uh but how is it that we don't know and we're not talking about the difference between menopause and perimenopause right like you know, we, we have in schools and I'm not saying put it in schools, but we have in schools where we do sexual health and education. And, you know, we do that and we talk about periods and we talk about, you know, um, hormones and, and puberty in that this is like the next generation of puberty. It's, you know, uh, what is it that they say? The maiden, the mother and the crone, I think it is like the three feminine stages of life, you have the innocence, not innocence in that sense, but innocence as in young, Um, you've got the young, the middle and and the older, right? And it's just, we go through those stages. And we need to be prepared, we need to know about them. And we need to go in them with that knowledge instead of going, Oh my God! I'm hitting forty. I'm anxious. I'm panic. I'm depressed. I'm bloated. I'm. Why is this all happening to me? Why aren't we? Why don't we already know this? Right, right. So share, yeah. share, share.
0: Yeah, because I don't know. I I always say you know, erectile dysfunction is talked about on TV barely like maybe this year have you really heard anything about menopause being talked on tv not much yeah 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 all right well
1: that is our episode go out and have conversations talk to people about the difference between perimenopause and menopause make it known let's educate all the women of the world and you know so we're not struggling we're not taking 50 different medications for something that is easily explained and maybe worked with holistically um, rather than medically, right?
0: Um, okay. So thank you so much, Kim, for joining me yes, today. You're really welcome. You your time. Yes, you're welcome. And thanks for having me here and spreading my mission there.
1: You are very welcome.
0: All right. For anybody wondering, Kim
1: is offering you a mapping session. So go and look at that. Um, And honestly, gut health and, you know, menopause, perimenopause symptoms, go and check that out. Because that's quite interesting. She's offering you a mapping session, go and check it out. Uh, Link in the description. If you'd like to reach out to Kim, go and check out her links, again, in the description of this episode. I am Melissa Kretschler. I am your host. We are always looking for guest speakers, bloggers and sponsors. So please get involved. Search us up at Just Live TV or Just Alive um, Let's get the conversations going because my email signature says, and I need to start sharing this more. Imagine changing the world one talk at a time. So go and have those talks. All right. Lots of love. I will see all of you on the next episode.
0: Bye.